let's go on and get started. Uh, just two stories today. Um, okay, so there's there's a smaller story and then there's a bigger story at large. And so I'm going to get to the smaller one first. This, both are from the Daily Wire. Uh, Deborah Messing doubles down, says she hopes Trump is raped in prison, deletes tweet, and as an update, she apologizes. On Monday, actress Deborah Messing doubled down on her call for President Trump to become the most popular boyfriend in prison, overtly expressing uh, hope that he gets raped. Let me be clear. I said nothing about LGBTQ. I slash queer love. Rape is an act of violence. Trump has perpetrated violence on hundreds of millions of people. My hope is, and this is the first time in my life, that the tables are turned and he is the victim of perpetrators, Messing said. After significant backlash, Messing deleted the tweet, but not before people strongly criticized her for taking rape so lightly. Uh, um, okay. Her clarification... Let me be clear. I hope Trump is raped in prison. This is disgusting, Jessica, said Jessica uh, O'Donnell. Um, might be the most heinous thing I've seen on Twitter. Prison rape is a huge problem, not an issue to be taken lightly or wished upon a political enemy. Uh, you're a vile human being. Uh, I hope none of what you wish on others happens to you or anyone you love. This is just despicable, she later added. I'm a gay man who was infected with HIV from rape. Um, if your mind and soul are this small, hateful, and petty, you have no place to pretend you are a good person, exploiting this trauma to perpetrate your insane, irrational hallucinations and profound ignorance is offensive, tweeted Chad Felix Green. Uh, you should seek help, said Lisa Booth. Messing later apologized for the way in which she chose to criticize President Trump. I'd like to say that I've, I've been an LGBTQIA ally. For decades, and I was in no way referring LGBTQI slash queer love slash sexuality. It is not my proudest moment, but 45 has victimized hundreds of millions of people. I had wished the tables turned on him. I apologize uh, for the offensive way I did it, she said. Last week, Deborah Messing leveled a homophobic insult at President uh, Trump when she said he would become a popular boyfriend among prison inmates. She was responding to a note from World Health Organization Chief Tedros, I can't, I'm not going to pronounce these names, praising um, the WHO chief uh, was praising German Chancellor Angela Merkel uh, for urging Germans to stay home amid the COVID-19 pandemic. You know, this is... This is pretty sad. This is this is actually pretty sad. Um here we have an here we have an issue of so you find someone that you don't like. You 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 don't like Donald Trump. You say that he has let me let me take her words. Let me take her words. Um Trump has perpetrated violence on hundreds of millions of people. I'm Actually, first I would I would like I would like you to back that up, okay, to back up that claim. But the other thing is, for this to cross your mind is that's one thing. But for you for you to for it to cross your mind and you say this, 
you actually say this and you put this in writing and you put it on the internet? That's evil. That's absolutely evil. I wouldn't wish... How how could you wish that upon someone? How could you wish? See, here's my question. Here's my question. Should she be canceled? Because can, cancel culture loves just getting people. Should she be canceled for this? And that 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 that's not that is not a rhetorical question. Should she be canceled for this? Because if the rule is saying or doing something that is reprehensible in your past, and and then you get canceled, it's like, oh, okay. So, because remember, Kevin Hart was canceled. Uh, you know, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Kimmel was canceled. We had a lot of people who've been canceled. This lady said that this lady wants Donald Trump to be raped. She, 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 she implied this. Let me be clear. I said nothing about LGBTQI slash queer love. Rape is an act of violence. Trump has perpetrated violence on hundreds of millions of people. My hope is, uh, beginning parentheses, and this is the first time in my life, end parentheses, that the tables are turned, that he is the victim of perpetrators. How evil is this? She wants Trump to become the most popular boyfriend in prison. How that that's that's flat out evil. This, see, no, see, I'm 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 asking I'm asking those in part of cancel culture and the woke group, and you know we talk about how serious rape is, and and yes, it is a very serious thing, and it's horrible, and it's a very evil act. This lady has called for him, and she has she has expressed for Donald Trump to be she she would if it were up to her. He would be raped. That 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 is her mindset. That's right. And let's go down to the apology because the apology is just absolute garbage. You know, I I you know is I just think it's listen listen to this. I'd like to say that I have been an LGBTQIA ally for decades. She tries to go down you know her you know her resume, and I was in no way referencing LGBTQI slash queer love slash sexuality. It is not my proudest moment, but 45 has victimized hundreds of millions of people. Uh, semicolon. I had wished the tables turned on him. I apologize for the offensive way I did it. What does that mean? What does that mean? I had wished the tables turned on him. I apologize for the offensive way I did it. Do you see, do you hear what she's really saying? She's saying, like, she's saying sorry, not sorry. She's saying, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm sorry that it, that it was offensive. Because she talks about, I apologize for the offensive way I did it. That is what she's saying. My goodness. I'm, look, I'm, I'm looking at cancel culture and I'm like, okay. And by the way, let me say this. I, 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 I hate cancel culture. I think it's evil because then, because what happens with cancel culture is people say, okay, well, uh, we should get rid of people and end their careers for saying something that we don't like. And you know, what's really interesting is 
in terms of cancel culture, what they really do is they cancel people that they just don't like. Like, take, for example, Justin Trudeau, okay, Canadian Prime Minister. And people say, okay, blackface is offensive. Do you know how many times we've we've seen Justin Trudeau in blackface? But he's he's not canceled. It's it th- th- this is this is just wrong and this is just flat out evil. But I'm 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 just asking the question: Should she be canceled for this? Have I I've never I've actually never heard of this lady. Um, she's pretty all right looking, but that you know that's besides the point. But I mean I mean to to say that and to tweet that is like wow. Like, that's pretty crazy. That's, that's actually a pretty crazy thing. If, if you are a person who, 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 who wants that, my goodness. This is, this is, my goodness. This is horrible. This is absolutely horrible. I, I, I just, you know, let me, let me go back down to the article. Um, in September of last year, Messing supported her Will and Grace co-star Eric McCormick when he ignited a firestorm on Twitter by publicly stating that he would no longer work with Trump supporters and asking to be told who would be in attendance at a fundraiser for the president in Beverly Hills. Uh, hey, kindly report on everyone attending this event so the rest of us can be clear about who we don't want to work with. Thanks, tweeted McCormick. Well, that's pretty evil right there. Um, I mean, if you're really, if you really have that big of a problem with someone because of who they, of, because of their political preference and because of who they choose to vote for and who they support politically, that, that's, that's pretty evil. But this is, this is just horrific. This is absolutely horrific. And I, I, I think that this is completely and totally wrong. What should happen to her? What about Twitter? I mean, it, should she should she be suspended? Because literally, what she she hoped something violent would happen to these people. She hoped something violent would happen to President Trump. She hoped that he would get raped. So. I'm 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 looking at this and I'm like, wow. What a, what a, what a, what a, what a situation that this is. But anyway, this this is just evil and wrong. Um. Okay, that that's really that. Let me get to the bigger story. Um. Okay, so let's just let's just get right into this. Scandal to the faith. Uh, group of black pastors rebuke Warnock for, quote, open advocacy of abortion. Reverend Warnock's extreme embrace and advocacy for abortion conflicts with biblical teaching and true justice for humanity. A group of black pastors penned a letter rebuking Democratic Georgia Senate candidate Raphael Warnock uh, for what they describe as his, quote, open advocacy for abortion, end quote, and urge Warnock, uh, uh, quote, to fight against the systemic racism of abortion, end quote. 
28 black leaders in the Christian community pushed back against Warnock's headline, uh, hardline abortion views in the letter, including evangelist Alveda King, who is the niece of, uh, of, uh, MLK. Warnock presently, uh, pastors Ebenezer Baptist Church in Atlanta, a congregation which King also once pastored. Uh, Warnock, uh, whose runoff Senate in Georgia, race in Georgia, is under intense national attention for the potential it has to swing the upper chamber of the Democratic Party, uh, has before raised uh, eyebrows among some Christians for comments he has made about Christianity, such as when he described Jesus Christ as, quote, a poor Palestinian prophet, end quote, and a Pal- Palestinian peasant. I want to talk about this abortion stance, okay? I've already had episodes concerning this, concerning abortion and, and my view on it. Let me say this, as a Christian, as just a, as a Christian, you cannot, you cannot support abortion. It's not possible. Abortion is murder. One of the Ten Commandments, it's Exodus, golly, let me think off the top of my head. It's Exodus 16? No, no, no. It's Exodus 20, where, where you can find the Ten Commandments. It's around verse 12, 13, or 14. It explicitly states it's one of the most easy to interpret scriptures in the Bible. You shall not, you shall not murder. Thou shall not murder. So what is murder? Murder is not the same as what is killing? What is murder? So killing is ending a life. Murder is intending to kill a life. That's what abortion is. Abortion is you is someone going in, is is a woman going in and intending and planning to take a life. To take to take to take the life of the baby. And by the way, let me just go to uh, his website so you can know um what I'm saying. Okay. Reverend Warnock has been an advocate for women's health and reproductive justice his entire life and is proud to have been endorsed by NARAL and Planned Parenthood Action Fund. Uh, since his time as a teen peer counselor in high school and his work with the Georgia Department of Health during college, Warnock has fought to increase safe and affordable access to contraceptives and achieve reproductive justice for women and families. Let me, let me scroll down, let me scroll down. Here it is. Warnock believes in a woman's right to choose and that it is a decision between her and her doctor, not the government. He knows the importance of family planning and contraceptive access to achieve, to achieving fair and equal economic outcomes. Oh, wow. He believes in a woman's right to choose. He's okay with abortion. He is a proponent of abortion. He is a proponent of killing babies. Um, there, for those of you not familiar with the Bible, I'm not going to get too much in, into scripture, but I, I already gave you Exodus 20. I gave you a passage from Exodus 20. Okay. 
there's uh, there's a book in the Bible called Proverbs, and it was written by King Solomon, and it's 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 a book on wisdom, and it's how to live your life, how to apply knowledge, and how to apply wisdom, and how to get the most out of life. That that's what Proverbs is about in a nutshell. Okay, it's a very fantastic book. Um, Proverbs six. Um, if you go down to uh, if you go down to verse 16, it says, there are things that the Lord hates. Um, seven of them are, uh, are detestable to him. Uh, haughty eyes, um, uh, a tongue that lies, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises, uh, wicked schemes, uh, feet that are quick to rush into evil. And a false witness who pours out lies, and a person who stirs up conflict in the community. Hands that shed innocent blood. That's abortion. Abortion is, is shedding innocent blood. The Bible says that the Lord hates it. This dude should not even be a pastor. For him to come out and say this, let me, let me say this, let me say this. I don't know if anyone from his congregation is listening, but what you need to do, you need to, you, you, you need to leave that church. You need to leave it. And I don't say this lightly, but the reason I'm saying this is because, and people may say, well, you know, you shouldn't tell people to leave a church. You should leave a church when, when the leader, when, when the shepherd is openly against God in a, in a, in a very strong issue. On abortion. In Deuteronomy it says, I lay before you life and death, blessings and cursings. You choose. And in the next verse, he gives a hint. He says, choose life so that you and your seed may live. Now there's different types of seed, but one of the seeds that we have is children. You should leave his church today. Why? Because he, he is okay with this abomination that's before God. He's okay with babies being killed. He's total, he's okay with it. And he's proud of it. This is flat out evil. It's flat out evil. It's, it's, it's wrong. It's, 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 it's disgraceful. And we have to look at this. And uh, let me say this. If you're, let me say this. I'm speaking to those in Georgia. If you're in Georgia and you are a Christian, you cannot, you cannot give this man your vote. You cannot give him your vote. This Man is it 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 it's evil what he's what he's doing. This man should not be a pastor, and this man should not get your vote. Because let me tell you something, and I don't really like using the fear factor here, but let me tell you this: if you give your vote to that man, one day you have to stand before God, and you have to answer for that. He will, God will ask you, he will look down on you and he will say, why did you vote 
for a man that is okay with shedding innocent blood. I'm the giver of life, and you support a man who is okay with taking life, the most innocent life on earth. Babies. He's okay with he's okay with killing babies, and God is going to look down on you, and he will say, Why did you give him your vote? And you will have to answer. You will have to answer. You you can't just be like you 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 can't shrug it off. You will have to answer. This is outrageous. He should not. He should not be a pastor. Let me scroll down further in the article. Warnock also offended someone. He compared Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu to former Democratic Alabama Governor George Wallace during a 2016 sermon that recently resurfaced. Warnock campaign spokesperson Michael Brewer told Fox News regarding the letter, Reverend Warnock believes a patient's room is too small a place for a woman, her doctor, and the U.S. government, and that these are deeply personal health care decisions, not political ones. He also believes those who are concerned about life ought to be focused on the incredibly high rates of infant mortality and maternal mortality, and working to make sure that we are expanding access to health care, not taking it away. I'm going, to, I'm going to get to I'm going to get to infant mortality and maternal mortality in in a minute. Uh, stay with me though. Okay, and I, I I love this I love this response. The Reverend Dean Nelson, who organized the letter, denied that politics had anything to do with it. And I love this. L- listen, the message of the letter is relevant no matter with who some of the signatures. Uh, signatory support, even though there are Republicans, Independents, and Democrats who have signed it. Reverend Warnock's extreme embrace and advocacy for abortion conflicts with biblical teaching and true justice for humanity. We urge him to reconsider his support for it. That is what I'm talking about. That is what needs to happen. It's not about, it, it, it doesn't matter if you're a Republican or a Democrat or an Independent. If you are, if you are a Christian, here's the thing. Your, our, our, our biblical, the biblical truth is what should guide our lives as Christians. Okay. My, my allegiance to God and my allegiance to the Bible supersedes that of me being a Republican. Okay. I live my life according to what the Bible says. It has nothing to do with with being a Republican. When you come out and say that I am I support I, I support a woman's right to choose. I support a woman killing I, I support killing babies. That goes directly against the Bible. That, that is, that is one of, that is an abomination before the Lord. You cannot, you cannot be okay with abortion and be a Christian. It, 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 it's not possible. It is not possible. Anyone who tells you, anyone who tells you, anyone who tries to justify it is lying to you. They, it cannot be justified. It is absolutely evil. Here's, here's the letter. 
We are a, we are a collection of black Christian ministers who, like you, feel called by God to preach the Bible, advocate for justice, and fight against societal evils. We applaud your commendable efforts to share Christ while pursuing political solutions to our most pressing problems today. But, but precisely because we share so much in common with you, we feel compelled to confront your most recent statements concerning abortion. You have gone on the record saying that you are a pro-choice pastor who will always fight for reproductive justice. You have publicly expressed your views that abortion is an exercise of human agency and freedom that is fully consistent with your role as a shepherd of God's people. We believe these statements represent uh, grave errors of judgment and a lapse in pastoral responsibility, and we entreat you to reconsider them. As a Christian pastor and as a black leader, you have a duty to denounce the evil of abortion, which kills a disproportionate. Let me say this. Let me just stop right here. I don't care if I don't care if he were black, white. It doesn't matter. He says, as a black, as a Christian pastor, and as a black leader. No, 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 no. This has nothing to do with race. Race has zero to do with this matter. This is all about Christ. This is all about the Bible. What does the Bible say? Bible doesn't care that you're black, you're white, you're Asian, you're you're Hispanic. It it has nothing to do with it. These principles are what exist. Thou shall not kill. Excuse me. Thou shall not murder. God hates when innocent blood is shed. Your oh, here's back in the letter. Your open advocacy of abortion is a scandal to the faith and to the black community. This isn't a scandal. This is a this is this is a slap in the face to God. That's what this is. This is a slap in the face to God. This is a slap in the face to 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 his office of being a pastor. As a pastor, you it forget for, for forget race. As a pastor, you have a duty to preach God's word. You, there are biblical principles that you have to preach from the pulpit. When you, and not just from the pulpit, but also, you know, live in your own life. How can this dude possibly preach on the Ten Commandments? You shall not murder. He, he would have, he would have to skip you shall not murder because he is, he is a proponent of murder when it comes to babies. This is flat out evil. Abortion is fundamentally in conflict with the plain reading of the Bible. The Bible clearly teaches that human life is created by God beginning at conception. At Psalm 139, it proclaims, you knitted me together in my mo- in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am wonderfully and fearfully made. What human being could possibly have the right to blot out an innocent life that God has wonderfully and fearfully made? This is outright evil. This is outright evil. And let me say this. Let me just say this. And I'm, well, no. Let me, let me get, let me get to that mortality stuff. Okay, so infant mortality rate. Okay, so the United States has six 
the United States has 5.3 out of 5.3 out of 1,000 births. So our infant mortality rate is 5.3 out of 1,000. Okay, so we we rank. Let me see. Let me see. 5.3. We rank 174. 174 out of 228. Yes. Okay. 174 out of 228. Okay. And by the way, this is from uh, CIA.gov. This is uh, the CIA's World Factbook. Okay. Now, when it comes to uh, uh, maternity uh, mortality, maternal mortality, the United States ranks 129 with having 19, 19 uh, female deaths per 100,000 live births. 19 out of 100,000. So, you know, you, so, you know, he, you know, his spokesperson, his little stooge comes out and says, that stupid statement. Man, you got some ignorant people out there. Reverend Warnock believes a patient's room is too small a place for a woman, her doctor, and the U.S. government, and that these are deeply personal healthcare decisions, not political ones. He also believes those who are concerned about life ought to be focused on the incredibly high rates of infant mortality and and maternal mortality and make and working to make sure we are expanding access to healthcare, not taking it away. My goodness. The nerve. The absolute the absolute nerve. Those con- who are concerned about life. Let me let, let me just say this. Being someone who's concerned about life, okay, how can we how can we So let's just take that argument. Okay. Those who are concerned about life ought to be focused on the incredibly high rates of infant mortality and maternal mortality. Okay. So. So what's easiest? Let's just, let's just go, let's just go from easiest to hardest. Okay. How do we, okay, what, what's, what's killing? What's, what's easier, what's easier to do? You know, what's, what's easier to handle? Not kill babies or, you know, figure out how we can, you know, how, first of all, incredible, our, our infant mortality rates are not high, but how, how can we lower infant mortality and how can we prevent mothers from dying while giving birth? Which, which, which of those three is easiest to do? Not kill babies. That's number one. It's not, it's not even close. This dude, this dude, I'm, I'm calling on his congregation, and I don't care who you are from his congregation. I don't care if you're one of his elders. If you hear this and you 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 want to talk to me, ask SoloGreen at Outlook.com. I will. In, you come. You come on the show, and we will we will talk about this. Defend him. Defend him as much as you want, but you, if you are in, if you are a part of his congregation, you need to leave you cannot be under that why one that is, that is not good ground how do we know this because you cannot go against god's word you cannot you cannot be a proponent of an abomination before the lord and expect for god to bless you 
So don't, don't, don't think that you're going to get turned into a pillar of salt if you leave this church. Don't think that God's not going to strike you with lightning. This man is calling for abortion. He's calling for the murder of innocent blood. He is calling for the murdering of babies. That is what this man is doing. I'm, I don't live in, I, I, I live in California. I cannot vote. I cannot vote. But I am calling on all of you in Georgia, all of you in Georgia, all of you Christians. If you are a Christian, forget race, forget ethnicity. If you are a Christian, you cannot vote for this man who 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 is a proponent of an abomination before God. You cannot give your vote. You cannot cast your vote for a man or even for is a woman, doesn't matter. You cannot cast your vote for a person who calls for the killing of babies. If you do, if you do, you will have to answer for that. And let me tell you something. God is not going to be pleased with you and you will, you'll pay the consequences. I'm not saying, I'm not saying God's going to send you to hell for, 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 for voting for him. But you will, you will read the consequences of that action. Because what you're saying is you're saying, look, I'm, look, I'm okay with, with, with this. I'm okay with, I put my support behind this dude. That is what you're doing. Abortion is one of those things that as a Christian, you must look at. You have to look at the Bible. The Bible is the, the Bible is our rubric. The Bible is the golden standard that we are trying to live up to. The Bible is the golden standard that we look at. It's way up here above us and we're like, okay, I'm, I'm never going to be perfect. How close can I get to perfection? How, 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 how well can I, how, what, what quality can I make my relationship with God to be? What can I make it? I'm at a C right now. Can I make, can I turn it into a B? Can I turn it, can I get that B? Can I get it from a B to an A? Can I get it from an F to a D? Can I get it from a D to a C? Can I move my, can I improve the quality of my relationship with God? That's what the Bible is. So when we see the Bible and we read it and it explicitly tells us, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. You cannot, you cannot, even if you're a Democrat, you cannot, your, your political party does not supersede the Bible. It does not supersede the Bible. It does not supersede the standards that God has. You must, you must not vote for this man. This man needs to lose this election, and this man needs to be ousted as a pastor. He should lose his job as pastor today. That's all I'm saying, folks. When you look at this, when you look at this, when you see this, you have to look at the Bible. What does the Bible say? I'm calling on all Christians in Georgia. You cannot vote for this man. You cannot. This man 
is okay with the shedding of innocent blood. It's flat out evil. And for him to say that it lines up with God's word, that's blasphemous. And I'm, I'm not trying to be facetious. I'm not trying to sound like Stephen A. It's blasphemy for, for him to say that, you know, a woman's right to choose lines up with God's word. No, it does not. It does not. Any, any Christian, any Christian, I don't care if you're a pastor. I don't care if you're some theologian. If you believe that's the case, contact me and we will talk about it for as long as you want. My goodness, this man has to lose. 